Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. What advice would you give yourself now, knowing what you know, to to manage that situation where you're, you know, where you're creating agreements like all right this is the schedule this is the you know this is the house these are how we're the assets because that that process is pretty strenuous it's brutal it's brutal um it, it goes down as the most intense time that i've ever experienced with another person it was it was brutal um i think that i would tell myself you know in the heat of trying to battle out, fighting for yourself and fighting for your life with your children, that there's, you know, there's no reason for so much intensity. You know, he, in, in an attempt to get his way, he was intense, very, very intense. And sometimes I would back off certain things and sometimes it would make me intense. And then we'd have, a month just discussing who's going to, whose family is going to get them over the 4th of July. You know, the compromise, the building of a compromise skill, go into legals with your, with your ex and you have children, you know, it's, it, it requires a patience and, and also uh, understanding that this is a heated emotional thing. I, I didn't, I didn't fully know how to deal with that kind of intensity and I took it way too high with my emotions. So I feel like now today I would be more capable of sitting with his emotional pain and sitting with the things that he was going through and responding in a way that he, that also he could hear me. And we just weren't in that place at that time, you know, to, to do that. So, I mean, this was drawn out. It was nine months of battling. So I really think that I could now sit with it a lot better than I did to the degree that I, it wouldn't just destroy me over all these emotions. Where, where did you begin the process of, of healing inside of that? Cause when you're inside of that conversation, right? Like you're, you're going back and forth nine months and you keep using the word battling, which for me creates the world of, you know, of conflict and like, you know, and the turmoil and all of that stuff. What was the, the final, you know, what made it bearable or when did, when did you reach the conclusion where you're like, okay, this is good. We've yeah. reached a, a compromise. I'm really lucky because I have um, my mom and dad and they're both remarried um, and everybody's has a therapy, a therapy background. So they've worked, so they, they knew not only from going through their own divorces, but also through working with ideas that can really help you soothe out your emotions and, um, find peace in really difficult situations. Um, my mom recommended a week long, um, they call it grief therapy, but you go and you sit for a week with two therapists and you listen to other people's stories around pain and suffering. So it's not just divorce, but around just intense human experiences. And then you get to share your own. And this was such a, such an incredible 
incredible turning point for me because I found out all kinds of amazing things about myself and how I handle pain and um, how I cope with life in general, that I had sort of defenses up and sometimes those defenses didn't always lead to the result that I wanted. Um, but especially I just got to be sad for, for a week, you know, I just got to feel it all and I didn't have the dinners to cook or um, life happening. I just got to give myself a second. And that happened right after we signed the papers. Mom was like, do this, do this. It will change your life. And it did. It did. It also sent me on a path of wanting to help other people find this kind of clarity in their lives. And it put me on a life coaching path as well. So now you're a life coach today and you're successful at it. Mm-hmm. How does it translate? Like, how do you take what you learned from that situation and apply it to uh, clients or, or your everyday life? Well, a big part of what I discovered after the divorce um, is a personality structure system that helps you understand the personality that you built as a child. And it gives language to what is probably unconsciously motivating you or driving you. And finding out all about myself, I became completely passionate for wanting to help other people find this out about themselves. So it was, um, you know, starting with just having a moment to breathe at that, they called it journey week. It's a beautiful program. Um, moving on from that to working with my dad, he's an author and he needed a online platform to talk about his mission. And so working with him, I got just incredible experience around all of the ways that he has found to conduct your life in a really healthy way and also connect to your spiritual roots, which has been really beautiful work. And I got into helping him do his website and that moved me right into wanting to be involved. And so I went to life coaching school and learned the Enneagram and yeah, it has just helped me in my personal life so much, but it helps me when I'm, when I have clients that are going through a divorce or they're having issues with their job or feel like they need to change jobs, like dealing with change, dealing with grief, um, in various life experiences, I have a point of reference now to help them get started on that journey. So that's what I like to help people with. How important is that? Like having that frame of reference, how how does it help you? It feels like everything because it feels like for the first time, you're not just tangled in your thoughts and your emotions and your belief systems and all of these things that can get so heavy. You have a way to start to untangle what's true and what's not true. And you have a way to start to look at reality from a place of truth. So it becomes really important that you truly know what is motivating you and also why other people that you are in life with can look at the world differently from you and it can cause conflict because you're actually looking at the world in a really different way. So this gives you language to help navigate that. It's a very important, amazing thing that can happen with it. What are some of the tools that you use to um, unravel it or to distinguish it? Mainly I help people slow down. I help people become um, the, to have the ability to witness themselves as they're interacting in life. So 
you know, a lot of people know, yeah, I'm an extrovert. Yeah, I'm an introvert. They know um, they may be shy in certain situations or they may be really big in certain situations. And having that point of reference to understand why and what feels good about that for the individual person. Um, to slow down and see, wow, I didn't even give any conscious thought to what I just said. It just came right on out. And then this happened and that happened and you have a whole situation and then you go to bed and there's no thought about, well, well, why did I say that? Or what was happening inside of me that caused me to say that? You never give a whole lot of thought, maybe. And this can um, show up and be really harmful in your relationships and also your self-worth or your ability to know who you are, the truth about who you are. So I try to help people slow down. So I'm going to reverse and I'm going to go back to the beginning and talk okay. about your, your first six months only mm-hmm. because of what you just said. What right. were some of the emotional um, things that you went through that had you slow down and that when you slowed down, you were able to see more or what was your experience of slowing down when you were going through your divorce, especially specifically in the, the first six months? Okay. I think that something happens when you are heartbroken or you're disappointed in how life is showing up. Uh, in coaching, they call that an opening for change or an opening for, for new possibility. And I realized that if I didn't slow down and that if I didn't figure out all of the deeper meanings about what I was experiencing, the grief, the sadness, but, but really slow down, I, I wasn't going to be able to truly, not only he, really authentically heal, but I, would, I felt like I was going to get myself right back in to another relationship with the same stuff going on. You know, I knew that there was a better way that I could, that I could lift myself into a better life experience, but I wasn't going to be able to just go on automatic and, you know, experience life this way. It wasn't working. So it was a true opening for growth and for me to find out who I am and make shifts that would allow for better experience or, you know, more lifted experience. Was it scary for you to go through that? Yes. It was horrifying. It was horrifying because the reason that we do get on auto drive and react to certain situations or do our life the way that we do is because something about that feels good. Something about it feels like the safest way to be. Um, And so if you if you even just get one inkling that like, okay, I do this and I have to change in the moment, trying to change it is really, really hard. Um, It was my experience that that it was almost impossible. It's just, this was me. This is how I want to deal with stress. or this is how I want to deal with my, my reality. And that's not working. So motivated by that. It's not working. I dug in really deep to figure out a better way. And I was very excited to learn about new ways to be that were better. But the actual process of shifting and being your best self when you're stressed, especially, is really hard. Really, really hard. To lean on that spiritual 
the spiritual part that can keep you safe and secure even when you feel like you know hell is frozen over and somebody needs to die. <laughs> this conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.